previously on We Doing Filmographies. Billy Crudup, Julianne Moore, directed by Julianne Moore's husband. I don't know if I know what that is. I've never fucking seen it. And then uh, the husband also made Trust the Man. I wonder if this is the one that I keep thinking of. What? Help me find my son and then... No, that's the forgotten. What are you talking about? He's not in there. (laughs) It's with the aliens. It's with the aliens. I don't remember where we were going, but you remember when we were in Ben's car? Yeah, we were going to Rochester to see see Joel and that guy in the median. No, he was just sitting on the side of the road, and he was sitting on the embankment just with his wang hanging there. Dong out. Yeah, a little... I seen his penis. You did. I saw that also there was a dude doing that once on Franklin right after I moved when I lived down downtown Minneapolis. Yeah. I was like, oh, you, this is a very busy street, dude. We all see you peeing. It's the middle of the afternoon. All right. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I mean, I guess what is he going to do? Obviously, the guy doesn't care. So, you know, it's not like he's like, I got to find the bathroom. You'd think you'd go to a side street. I almost took a shit on the sidewalk uh, one time. Oh. Huh. Yeah. I made a really nice spicy soup. And then I went to the bar with the people from the local. Yeah. And uh, I left and got about one block away. And I said, oh, shit, I have to poop like right now. <laughs> and so I like locked my body up and yeah. got out my phone to order an Uber. And oh, it was wow. like 12 so minutes away. And... Yeah. Because okay. I thought it was going to come out any second. And then I realized I had to get moving. So I did that like fast walk where your, your butthole's clenched mm-hmm. and you're like leaning forward with your dick. Uh, But I definitely, most of the way I was like, can I shit over here? Can I shit? <laughs> on the sidewalk would i come back and there. clean it as soon as i got into my yard i uh pulled down my pants and shit on the oh, ground yeah and then <laughs> i let the dog out like 10 minutes later i was drunk i went outside for a cigarette and let the dog out and he immediately ate it i'm jason i'm jules and, and we, we do in filmographies. filmographies welcome another exciting episode another exciting episode in the uh billy crudup 13 episode run that's yeah, right feel- we do 10 movies in a row and then we move on to somebody else just kidding billy crudup's 13 it feels like it, it will never end. It really is feeling like <laughs> that. And I had so much steam behind me mm-hmm. after Almost Famous. I was like, Billy Crudup is the finest actor there is. Mm-hmm. And then I put in World Traveler. You know, <laughs> this one's, he's played problematic characters in the past. Yeah. To some extent. I mean, uh, Inventing the Abbots. I mean, I would group uh, Steve Prefontaine in there as well. Sure. Or at least his portrayal of the guy when he's a rapist in the high low country that too yeah Yeah. this one man i'm like we're supposed to be on his side right i mean it's a big flaw in this movie yeah because hey yeah there's no way to be on his side no there's some things in here where i'm just like and the way he like looks at women even it's just like oh boy I hope I do not do that when me horny. I mean, they comment in the reviews for it about how everybody treats him like a kind of a movie star, mm-hmm. his character in this movie, because uh, of his good looks. Yeah, yeah. They even say that at one point. Yeah. Hey, Mr. Are you a movie star? It's like, I guess he is that good looking, is he? I that guess. you would think that if you saw him out at the bar? I feel like I've seen lots of handsome men and never been like, movie star. Yeah, I, I, I've seen movie stars and, and haven't been like, movie star. I seen Patrick Warburton. Yeah, you did. He was wearing glasses. I saw a guy who was on uh, Seinfeld. He was one of the, God, there was two characters that had the same name in Elaine's office when she worked for Mr. Peterson, but now I can't. Isn't it Jay Peterman? You said Peterson. 
Is oh, it, Peterman? it is Jay Peterman. Yeah. Man, what the fuck? That's a big. Because I was big trying to remember the other thing. guy's name, and yeah. I, so I fucked up that guy's name. You're like my Seinfeld guy, though. I, that's true. Although it, you know, it's been gosh damn near a decade since I've probably hardcore watched uh, Seinfeld. I, I'm surprised that I can still, for the most part, walk my way through an episode and be mostly accurate. And I'm not as sharp as I used to be. Jay Peterman. Jay Peterman. Jay Peterman. Yep. Okay, let's uh well, yeah, so he's he's pretty in there <laughs> and he mm-hmm. he rides it. What what were you going to say about the person in the office? What? Seinfeld? Walter, the other Walter. I saw him once actually. Who, who I don't remember the Walters. Uh he he used to be on the the some of those Wamu commercials, you know, Washington Mutual Bank when they started calling themselves Wamu. Before they did the ostrich or emu character. Okay. I mean, it's it's like, you know, not. It's like a F-list celebrity. Yeah. Um, you know, but. Man. All I right. Didn't, I didn't treat him like a movie star when I saw him, so. Uh, it's, I, where I, it's where I was eventually going with it. I made Rain Wilson a latte. Oh, that's cool. Coffee shop. It's the only time I ever meet anybody famous. Uh, All right. So, well, World Traveler. Business at hand. 2001. It is a Bart Frondlick. Frondlick? Yeah. Frondlick movie. I'll touch on him in a second. Here's the synopses. Pensive New York City architect Cal, Billy Crudup, mm-hmm. spontaneously abandons his wife and child <laughs> and sets off in search of what he hopes will be a better life. Right. During a freewheeling road trip across the U.S., Cal meets a string of strangers who find him alternately charming and destructive, including friendly contractor Carl, Cleveland Derricks, and a fellow wanderer, Dulcy, Julianne Moore. He also has a distressing meeting with an old friend who questions his morality. Mm-hmm. That's not very accurate. That uh, guy's clearly not an old friend. Oh, that. That's the part you had issue with. I was like, every I, everything seems about right to me, except mm-hmm. for, yeah, that, that line. So Bart Frundlich, in 1996, he had the Myth of Fingerprints movie, mm-hmm. which has Roy Scheider in it, and uh, Noah Wiley, Julianne Moore. He ends up marrying Julianne Moore, and the Myth of Fingerprints was, it was a hot little Sundance movie. I think I was 14 at the time and i knew what it was and rented it and it's fine and then he uh did fuck i think this is his next movie man Hmm. so that's the julianne moore angle but he also ends up doing trust the man also with billy crudup in 2005 another movie you shouldn't have heard of you wouldn't have heard of Mm -hmm. he also did catch that kid an attempt at a mainstream uh, hit back in 2004 that may or may not have that sounds vaguely familiar so you think um, when the director presented this movie to Julianne Moore, she was like, are you going to leave me? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are we breaking it? No, baby, I swear. I mean, would you leave Julianne Moore? Maybe. Really? You wouldn't? To, to f- fucking do what? Do construction and yeah. harass women? Yeah. I don't think that sounds like a good deal. <laughs> although, although, I did hear <laughs> she kind of sucks. She That movie, How Can I Ever Forgive You? Is that what it's called? You know what I'm talking about with um, Melissa McCartney and Richard Price? No. Oh, man. It was a huge deal. Not a huge deal, but a very well-received movie. I can't even remember. She's like a forger or something? Nicole Holofcener, who's made some great movies, she had written the script and was ready to go with the movie and cast Julianne Moore. Yeah. And Julianne Moore, I think she was like wearing prosthetics and maybe not doing it quite right, and they couldn't come to an agreement. So she had to fire her, and then Nicole Hollif Center's movie fell apart. Oh, wow. And somebody else made it. And so she gets a writing credit, and everybody loves the movie, but she didn't get to direct it. Well, that's a shame. So, I yeah, I, I saw this at some point in my Gotta Watch Em All indie film Sojourn back in the late 90s, 
early to mid 2000s. It's so crazy to me that you've seen this. Yeah. I mean, the box didn't look good. Well, no, and I think um it it, it must have literally just been based on I mean, Billy Crudup and Julianne Moore more than likely. You think Crudup did it for you? I mean, I would think Julianne Moore. I was wondering if maybe like you knew about the myth of fingerprints or something. That's no, and that's the weird thing about Billy Crudup is I I haven't seen I hadn't before seen Jesus' son or almost famous. And those were like his two pretty big early credits. Jesus' son? Well, I mean, not like big, but like... I don't think anybody cared about that. I think it's got a thing. I think it should have a thing, but I don't (laughs) think it does. Well, maybe not. So, in watching this again, I mean, it was all, for the most part, the broad strokes were all coming back to me. But I couldn't conjure my original reception of the movie. I bet I thought it was cool. Oh, you really? I bet I did. Oh, I thought maybe you were going to come around and be like, and this, I, it came back to me by the end of the movie. I knew exactly what I felt about it. No, and then I'm kind of like, damn, that's a shame because there aren't really any trivia for it either. <clears throat> uh, it's not good. I mean, <laughs> really at all. Yeah. I don't think any of the performances are oh, notable. I th- really? I mean. Oh, I think Billy's good. Yes. I hate him. I hate his He's character. very good at emoting. Mm-hmm. He can cry really well. I mean, he can play that sleazy broken man uh, wonderfully. I think his his drunk is he's very good at playing drunk. Also, I think I, his strong point for me are the little d- uh, choices that he makes, the reactions uh, when he's listening. You could tell that he's listening and not just waiting to say his line, right? You know, and so his eye will kind of do a thing. Or... So yeah, the movie starts pretty much. Well, there's a. A, a weird sequence where he's getting off of a an airplane. Yeah, these are stupid. I don't I don't understand what that was supposed to be. I mean, I think those are like his 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 nightmares. They're bad dreams. I think he talks about it in one spot. I think it somewhere either he talks about it or I read something where they said these are like him envisioning like the scenarios of when he returns home or or how his adventure is going to play out well no because there's that beach one too where the kids face down in the sand with the cop who arrests him in this first one yeah so he gets off the plane onto the tarmac he sees this woman he's walking and then all of a sudden the cops swarm him and arrest him and then he wakes up no you know i think even because then he's talking to some woman too he's looking out a window and she's like i shouldn't have come You, you said you didn't want anybody here or something and he says, nah, it's not your fault. Uh, I hope you know that I didn't mean what I said. And I'm like, what is, is this his wife? And then he wakes up and he's in the apartment. Yeah, these are just nightmares he's having. I. Uh, but they're not, they're not, uh, they don't feel dreamy, really. They don't. And then, you know, if, if, I mean, normally in a movie, when you have a dream or a nightmare, it informs some other aspect of the movie. Maybe it just lays the groundwork for he's been thinking about this. I don't know that it is spontaneous. I guess. I mean, well, because he he packs a bag. On his son's third birthday. The house is decorated for his birthday. I have a three-year-old. Three or four? Three. Okay. And they go out just to go out and do mom and son things. And he's, I'm gone. He takes the fucking car, too. How are you going to take the car from a now single mom? On your son's birthday? Yeah. And then, so he... this I mean, this is the big flaw with the movie. He's hes a scumbag. You he's irredeemable. You can't get behind him. No. And the resolution of the film, I think, 
grapples with that. And I, I do, I actually did find the last 20 minutes or so the only part that felt satisfying mm-hmm. that I, I was curious about, that was engaged with. Yeah. That fed me something about him. Because otherwise I hated him up until that point. That's the thing. There's some things at the end that I really like. And then there are other fundamental things that I'm just like, no. So he, he hits the road. Uh, he lives in Manhattan. And we do see the Twin Towers. I thought so. He's a architect, right? Yeah, yeah. They say. So he hits the road and I think he immediately goes to the diner with uh, Karen Allen. Lo- Lois Lane. No, no, no. Starman. Starman. That's right. She's still looking Starman hot. This is like 15 years later. Well, and he beds her. She's... What? Yeah. Does he fuck her? He does. I don't remember that. Yeah. So what? she goes, what are you doing? You know, and he, she, she mentioned she had four husbands and she was fine leaving all of them, even though she loved them because they never had kids. Yeah. And so it seems like he's open up to her a bit because she says, well, maybe you'll work it out. But I think you should stick around. And he's like, yeah, okay. And then he goes to like a motel and he gets a room for a week. And then we see them. She's in bed under the sheets doing the thing in movies where they women clutch the sheet over their bosom i think i missed this yeah and he's getting dressed and he looks sallow he looks uh somewhat conflicted i think but he jumped into bed immediately with this woman having a wife i mean um, he abandoned them though he has no intention of going back I this guess. isn't about working something out and going back well see but that's the thing it is that but then further into the movie it's also something else that doesn't feel intentional or like a revelation, really. It's pretty silly. But So then he, he hightails it out of there, goes further down the road to a small town. No, no, he, before that, he does, this is, he, he goes to the construction site because she tells him about the foreman. Yeah. And he gets a job. You can I, just... I feel like this is uh, another misstep in the movie. Mm-hmm. He stops too soon. Mm-hmm. I feel like he should be traveling longer, man. Yeah. It, it feels like, like he drove for five minutes and he's like, all right, setting down roots here. Yeah. What, what did you leave the state? Right. I don't think he you did. You may have just went past like the Home Depot that you have to leave town to go get to. It's know? like the legend of Billy Jean when you're where you're like, "Well, they've been driving. Did they have they left that town?" Mm-hmm. I don't think they ever do. No, it'd be like if I just was like I walked out on Cali and I just went to Hudson. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I could practically walk home if I had to. Yeah. So he he's doing some light construct and they're building a house. Yeah. <laughs> it's like It's not an apartment building. It's just uh, a and there's a stained glass window for some reason. Yeah. Later on. And so he's kind of on the fringe, uh but he notices um Carl is sitting by himself eating a sandwich, and he's, hey, how you doing, you know? And I'm thinking, oh, is this going to be some racism or something? Oh, really? That's where you went right away? Yeah, because <laughs> he looked at all the other guys, and I think they were all white. So I thought, oh, maybe Carl's being discriminated against or something. Oh, I guess. And that's why he's so quick to latch onto Cal. Yeah. Billy Crudup's character's name is Cal. So he goes, hey, you need a ride home after it? And then Cal's like, yeah, sure, you know? And the guy gives him a ride to the motel. And then Cal's like, that, but that was your car back at the site right he's like well why would you give me a ride then yeah and he goes i don't know it just seemed like a nice thing to do the bigger question is why'd you take it yeah right and then he's like well hey i'll, I'll pick you up in the morning if you want and he's like yeah so um he picks him up in the morning and they go back to the job site and uh afterwards well maybe before that we see billy at the bar the first time oh yeah because he's alone the first time right and he's being a real fucking weirdo a real weirdo 
yeah. He's trying upset to play... about his song. Did we never find out what his song is? Apparently, according to the only trivia on IMDb, it's an, a Black Crow song. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm glad they stuck with the Willie Nelson all the way through. Right. And, and he, he goes, what, what the fuck? Y'all playing Garth Brooks all night? And the guy's like, it's Willie Nelson, you dick. Dingle. Shitter, yeah. you shitter. And he's like, I put in my 50 cents. Why am I, when's my song going to fucking play? All he talks about for like five minutes straight. Yeah. Getting and more like belligerent. Your song. Like, shut the fuck up. And so bartender just throws a quarter in his drink. Like, here you go, dickhead. And then Billy Crudup makes his way over to the office phone. It's like a, a small little room where he's probably not allowed. It's definitely a room where he's not allowed. I don't know that it's an... It seems small to be an office. It does, but... Maybe I mean, he a, just grabs, like, the phone off the bar and goes slightly around the corner? Well, he's like... If if the bar is like this wall, he's, like, in that room. Okay. I mean, it looks Because like the it, bartender has a phone. Yeah. He picks it up. True. So Billy Crudup's trying to dial his woman because he has yet to reach out to her, even though I think he's written the letter to his son and included the globe. Yeah. Which he didn't turns out so he's having a one-sided conversation like oh you're better off without me and, and all this bullshit and then he finally presses the final number and hangs up when she answers but then the bartender picks up like what and she's like cow cow and he's like nah baby this is a bar and he hangs up and as billy could slinking out the door he's like cow yeah yeah and, oh you got me yeah <laughs> Gobby bartender. Yeah. So then, uh, you know, they go to work and Carl and him go back to the bar. Do you recognize Carl at all? Is this guy familiar to you? Did you look him up? No. Yes. So when I was about to rent it, it plays the scene where they're talking about pheromones at the job site. Uh And I was like, is that McKelty Williamson? Oh, yeah. Right? Okay. Fatter? Yeah. Uh, No, it's, uh, he's a singer, songwriter, actor whose most notable role is the guy on Sliders. Yep, that's what I knew him from. (laughs) It took me like a minute and I was like, who's this guy? This guy looks kind of familiar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I watched the shit out of Sliders. I liked it. I did too, man. That got crazy bad towards the end though, right? Yeah. They bring in Jerry O'Connell's brother, Mm. who I don't think acts in anything else. I think he's in an episode of um, Crossing Jordan, okay, but only because <laughs> Jerry, Jerry O'Connell produces it. Okay, yeah, yeah, and and I think the character is his brother in the show too. So they were probably like, get Connell's brother, Frankie O'Connell. Yeah, I have no idea what his name is. So Cal and Carl go to the bar, and he's goading Carl into getting drunk. And Car- Carl's drinking a Coca Cola. He's yeah. drinking a soda. Which, nothing has ever seemed more clear to me in my life that somebody doesn't drink than him having a soda after work at the bar with Billy. That's right there. You you don't offer him anything. So Billy's just side-eyeing these two ladies that are, you know, just kind of doing their own thing. And he's like, hey, man, let's get drunk and go talk to these girls. Uh, I need your married confidence and pheromones in order to to bed these chicks. And Carl's like, "Man, man... All right, because he's legitimately trying to be Cal's friend. Yeah. And he seems legitimately excited by the appearance of Cal. You know, like maybe, because some of the things his wife says later and the the fact that he's eating his sandwich alone kind of suggests to me that he's having trouble socializing or doesn't have a lot of friends. Well, he's in a rural area Mm -hmm. and we find out he's a recovering alcoholic and it's in AA. He's been sober seven years. Mm Mm-hmm. So I imagine that that probably places a pretty big divide between him and the other people on the construction crew. Well, and his wife, Mary McCormick, she makes a comment when she meets Billy later that for some reason he seems to want to be 
like you. I do think that people tend to gravitate towards good-looking people. Though. Mm-hmm. Like you'll you'll want to you'll be more excited about a friendship when somebody like very good-looking wants to be your friend, right? That's true. There's a little extra zing to it. But his wife is slamming. Yeah, I like Mary McCormick. She's the slamming salmon. Yeah, I always thought she was on the West Wing. Was she okay? Yeah, she played a CIA lady. I always thought she was very, very good-looking woman. Great actor, too. The way it's hanging was banging? <laughs> I laughed really hard when I, I was did. listening yeah, to that. Was, so he, he, you know, he goads him to go talk to these ladies, and immediately he's just being creepball. But, I mean, he's 3, already 000. basically stuffed a drink down Carl's mouth. Right. He's He's got the glass of whiskey or whatever, and he's like, ah, oh, come on, and he sticks it in his fucking face. He does. And it's weird, because he just like, drinks it. He gets him buzzed and goads him to go talk to these girls, then immediately just puts on the Billy Crudup show, grabs one of them. He's like, I'm going to take you somewhere. You can tell your friend about it when you get back and leaves Carl. Yeah. With Good this friend. Lady. Good I friend. I mean, he's under no obligation to do anything with this lady or anything, but. It's weird. It's it's very odd. And if I were her, I'd be like, where are you going with my friend? Yeah. And like dragging her. And they get outside and she's like, dude, this is weird. I'm going back in and he just goes. Look at the stars. There's so many of them. And he's like looking out the corner of his eye like, is she coming around? And then she's like reluctantly looks up and she's like, oh, yeah, there are quite a bit. Well, doesn't she make a comment too about how you, you get away with this stuff because of the way you look? Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, you know, he's good looking. but He is. I, I don't think... Uh, I find him very attractive, but not... I, I think not if you saw him on public... the norm of... What you probably from watching movies? I'm like, man, Billy Crudup's a good-looking dude. Mm-hmm. But if I just ran into him at a bar, I don't really, I don't know how much she'd pay attention to it or notice it. And I mean, and that would suggest that everybody there, nobody's as good-looking as him. Yeah, which seems a little far-fetched. Like, I think if you were talking to him for ten minutes at the bar, you might be like, I think this guy's pretty good-looking. Mm-hmm. Like, that's about it. I don't yeah. think you'd be uh, lured into his. Uh, charm parade if he walked into a bar i think a a girl might legitimately go oh shit yeah but she's not gonna you know cream her jeans Mm -hmm. to quote tenacious d so he takes her home back to the hotel and um, she gives him a blowjob and he's just like he's got a very weird look on his face he's He's not enjoying it he's almost at the precipice of enjoying it but then he's like drawn out and he seems like he's like just so over it and it's like well what are you doing yeah why are you doing it are you lonely you don't get the feeling that he's lonely really no and if you are he's going through the motions don't get wasted and then pick up a check at a bar i mean you could have just gone back to karen allen and spooned her probably felt the same way about that relationship too though that's true i imagine he's just um trying to live out that youth Mm -hmm. the the things he remembers about being single he's that he feels like he's that again Mm -hmm. and he's trying to do it again but he's poisoned by by what he's done yeah and i think he's also maybe trying to what, what we find out later on i think he's trying to find his way to understanding the trauma that he experienced as a child yeah so you know at the job site the next day carl's pissed not pissed, but he's like, dude, man, my wife. And- you got me in so much trouble, bro. Yeah, I told her about the pheromones. and <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty funny. Oh, he's like, about. she wants you to come over for dinner. And he's like, okay, well, let's go have a drink after work. Immediately, four shots slammed down yeah. for each. Was it four for each it, of them or two for each? Two for each. And wow. he's like, man, I can't. I can't. We're going to dinner. He's like, just a pre-dinner drink. And then it sharply cuts to uh, them wasted. And and Carl say, we're like the same person, man. Just yeah. just one letter off. Yeah. Carl Cal. Cal. And then like, he throws up all over his front yard. It reminds me of when I uh, ate mushrooms for the first time when I was 17. Hmm. 
and felt like I really understood time. Yeah. And I was like, it's, don't you get it, though? It's just always now, okay? And then uh, orange juice and a glass, mm-hmm. a clear glass. It's just floating there. Those are my big two revelations from mushrooms. Yeah. And it was always a horrible experience after that. Yeah. So they go in, and I guess Carl's wife just puts him to bed. Yeah, is that what happens, man? We don't see it, but Billy's in the kitchen just rooting through their shit, and he finds a bottle of sherry, cooking sherry, and she comes in like, what, are you going to drink that? And he's like, no. He's like a real little kid, just teetering back yeah, and forth he's, and he's wasted she's like you know i don't understand you i don't know you my husband seems to like you he's a recovering alcoholic for one seven years sober and you could see cal it's just like oh, i'm a piece of shit and she's like you're wasted sleep on the couch and he passes out even before she can come back with the uh, accoutrement she starts taking off his shoes and um it could be a trick. Maybe he's not passed out. Right. And she blankets him. And it's like a Venus flytrap. And gently puts him down. And then he just shoots up, grabs her, and kisses her. And she does nothing. She's real... You're almost like, is she is she into this? Is this... Is I, it go time? I think my um, reaction was... Because I, I knew that was coming. And I thought there was going to be a moment where there was going to be that. But to me, it felt like um, she's not reacting. She's gauging whether or not he's aware of what's happening. Yeah. Right. He's so drunk, maybe he just thinks it's whatever. And she also knows he's married because mm-hmm. Carl found his wallet. He keeps leaving his wallet. Yeah, everybody sees his yeah. family in the wallet. Um, but then he goes in again, and she's just stonewall. And he leans back. He's like, you into this? And then he grabs her titty. She flicks it and smacks him. You aren't Carl's friend, and she leaves. Mm-hmm. You know, and instead of wallowing in shame and and thinking about his actions, what does he do? Okay, this this was bad enough that he made the move on her. This next s- s- sequence of events is why, as a forty year old man, I don't want house guests. I don't want anybody <laughs> to sleep over here after a night of drinking. Yeah, right. I did that in my twenties. And and thirties a little bit, but watching this movie like reinforced like no. Yeah, especially a stranger. I don't even like having people in my house. Yeah, I've never been inside. So he's uh, creeping through their house and peeking into their bedroom. The door is wide open for one. I would um, definitely have my door locked. I would too. I would actually probably tell him to leave. <laughs> yeah, I mean, where's he? I can sleep Fuck in his him. car. Right. Yeah. I mean, they walk there. I think. Fuck him. <laughs> but she's too nice for them. So he's just lurking watching her undress and she gets you see, you see her bottom she gets nude mm-hmm. you know yeah you see her butt she puts on her sleeping attire i guess and crawls into bed now at this point when he looks and sees her crawl into bed with carl i felt maybe he was gonna have that moment where he's like oh what am i doing right no smash cut he's masturbating on their couch can you even imagine the gall of, of fucking jacking off on somebody else's couch here's the question where did he come? I know, right? Did he just shoot the load right on the couch? Because uh-huh. he doesn't give a fuck. Into his hand, and he's, then he's just walking around with it? He's, nah, man. He's, <laughs> it's, he's so then, selfish. This is so revolting. And then he gets up and leaves. Yeah. You know, leave before. You couldn't just, like, at least go sit on the toilet and use some toilet paper. Like, that's pretty bad, too. Yeah. But the fucking couch, man. Just right in the living room. So he leaves, gets into his car, and, and, and moseys on. And I believe it's at this point that he crashes on the side of the road, or he's sleeping in his car at the stop sign? It's yeah, unclear. That's I, I guess he must be at the stop sign based on what the hitchhiker says to him. Mm-hmm. 
Like, he obviously was asleep. Yeah. He he didn't pass out while... I mean, maybe he stopped. But I mean, if you passed out, you, you would have had to... over him. Yeah. You would have put the car into park. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> okay. But he's got his jacket draped over him. I mean, he's asleep. And she she's probably just trying her luck. So she jumps in the car. And what is her deal? We never find out her deal. I feel like mm. she's a drug trafficker. I, I just feel like she is what she says she is. Didn't she to... say she went to the airport to pick up something? A bag. Yeah. That's odd. It is. They're not anywhere near that airport when the they meet. That's true. The, you know where the airport is? Minneapolis. <laughs> they show. Like it. They show like, do, they sh- do you see? It doesn't? I mean, you're in the airport. I, I mean, I guess who knows? Didn't we see Fauche Tower? No. Well, they do um, skyline shot at the end, but I mean that could have just been. No, there's a travel um, montage. No, the the director. I was doing some digging, and there is this brief, quite boring travelogue of of him and Billy and the crew, where he mentions each stop, like just a paragraph oh. for each one. And they talk about Minneapolis. So they actually drove. They filmed a bunch of the scenes, and they did. They did like five days driving. Oh, curious stuff. Yeah. Oh, well, that's cool. I forget her name, but she's like, all right, well, let's go. And he just immediately passes out and wakes up after they've been on the road, Meg. I would not have guessed that. Me either. Uh, I'm thinking this is Leanne uh, Balaban. You think that's Bob Balaban's daughter? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. A hundred percent. Click her and see if it says uh, father, Bob Balaban. I mean, how many Balabans are there? In Hollywood, not that many. She's Canadian, though. Her parents... It only says Leon Balaban. Well, that uh, sounds like we Which got a little... Which is weird, because uh, her name is Leanne, or Lyanne. It's Diane, but with an L. Hmm. I don't know. Not that prolific. So, the they're just driving, and chit-chatting. She's telling him his backstory. Her backstory, he tells her his name is Carl. Yeah. And she says, well, I think you forgot a letter on your uh, ID, and I saw your wife and kid. So, there's a really disturbing moment where he's driving, and she's doing something. I, I don't remember what. And she's got a can of soda in her lap. And he's kind of like ice grill in her crotch. And she's like, oh, do you want to drink my soda? He goes, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He grabs it and he's just like still looking at her crotch. And he does this with his, he's, he's driving with his right hand. And he puts the soda in his left hand. And he has his elbow on the windowsill like he's drinking. And he does this. He sniffs the can because it was in her crotch. Did I miss this too? How much of this movie have I blocked <laughs> out? It's only been like four days. And I mean, it's pretty psychotic. That's fucked. Isn't it though? And I mean, she's not, not later in moments later when he's at the airport, the guy says, inu- in, in, insinuates that she's 12. Which Well, I was just going to say, are, are we wrong about his age? Maybe he's 14. Is he 14? Billy? Yeah. If he's, <sighs> if he's trying to smell her vagina on the can of soda. I don't know, man. Maybe he's 14. Maybe. Maybe, maybe we're misjudging. Because that is... That seems like uh, a real uh, early teen, I'm so horny I can't contain yeah. myself and I just have to do weird things. Right. But I mean, hey, he masturbated on a couch. He's such a fucking, <laughs> he's such a fucking weirdo. So they go to the airport and she's like, I'm going to go get the bag. And he's like, okay, I'm just going to go get a drink. She's like, cool. I'll take what you're having. She's a cutie. She's, she's, she's a cutie. Like, she's she's nice. Him. Yeah. She even says, you know, I'm really glad I met you. Yelling across the... <laughs> I don't... It doesn't seem sexual, though, right? They're just kind of clicking? No, it, it seems it, like... It's a friendly thing. Yes, but maybe once you establish more of a, a relationship or a rapport, maybe down the road. And well, after she gets this brick of uh, heroin from the airport, she'll kill him and take his car. Well, and it's taken her a long time. 
Yeah, I don't. So he goes to the bar. He slams a drink, slams another one. He says, I'll take a ginger ale to go. And then he's just standing there looking at arrivals and departures Mm -hmm. to New York. He's thinking about hopping on a plane. And leaving their car. Yeah, I wondered about that also. And he's looking at his watch. He's like, oh, shit, can I make it? And then he's like, takes off his watch. Like, I don't, I can't even, I don't even need to know time (laughs) or some shit. I'm the world traveler. And then the dude comes up behind him. James LaGrosse. Yeah. Um, with very bad hair. You know who he, he looks in, like? An intentionally bad haircut. Yes. Who? He look, you know the meme of the guy on the History Channel who's talking about aliens? Yes. <laughs> with his hands up by his hair. Yes. Yeah. That's him. Yeah. So he's like, hey, I haven't seen you. Uh, let's go catch up. And he's like, nah, I, I got to go catch a flight. And he's like, well, I'll walk with you and we can catch up that way. And he's like, fuck, let's just go get a drink. So they're in the some lounge area. That guy, James LaGrosse, he's got a beer. Billy's got an empty, and he's working on his second, which is a nice touch. And the guy, I mean, he could tell he's got some ulterior motives of some sort. Grilling him a little bit, making side comments about how much of a player he is, and cuts to the meat, basically, like, you were a dick in high school. You had sex with a girl you probably don't remember who I loved and was dating. I'm happy to see that you're a piece of shit still. Makes me feel good because I've grown. It really cuts him. Is he like, I bet you haven't done one good thing in your life? Yeah. And he goes, before you even try anything, I'm a fucking second degree black belt in judo. And he gets up and does the hand gestures. Yeah. <laughs> and Kurtup's just like looking around like, where is the exit? <laughs> What's going on here? You know, and this scene goes he's, on for a few minutes. He's shamed though. He feels bad when this guy's laying into it. Yeah, him. absolutely. This guy knows him and it's cutting deep. So he just walks off. And Kurtup's trying not to cry and he gets up and walks back and, and looks and sees Meg still at the counter. It's got to have been... 90 minutes? In their world, yeah, absolutely. And he just runs out. And he almost walks into traffic, composes himself, gets into his car and just gets out of there. And ends up at another bar. And the phone's ringing. And it's a weird-looking phone, too. And everybody's ignoring it, too. Uh-huh. There's a bartender talking to some guy, and there's a lady with some kids. And the kids come up to him, and they're like, hey, mister, are you a movie star? And he's, like, completely out of it, almost frightened. And the mom comes up, like, sorry, sorry if they're bothering you. And he goes, no, it's, it's fine. And the phone starts ringing again, and he goes, are you going to get it? And the bartender's like, it's a customer phone. You get it if you want. Might be for you. The other guy goes, might be your agent. Yeah, because he looks like a movie star. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> so he answers it. It's some lady looking for another lady, and he's like- Dulcy? Is Dulcy there? Yeah, she's got red hair. She's probably right in front of you. No, and he hangs up. But then he gets up and walks, and he sees Dulcy um, obfuscated by a table, lying out, passed out on the bench. And the waitress walks by, and she seems nice. And she goes, oh, don't worry about her. We already called the police. And She's been sleeping there all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is her name Dulcy? I don't know. Cut to outside the bar. And he comes flying out with her draped over his shoulder. Stealing ladies. Like. Blocking them. Well, how did that happen? That seems, uh, I, I think people would freak the fuck out if you grabbed a random lady. Like and the bartender's ran. talking to the guy looking at him. The waitress was just there. They know you don't know her. No, because you're like, who is this? <laughs> oh, don't don't mind him. He's just uh, taking that lady. He's helping her. Yeah. So he, you know, absconds with this woman, takes her to his hotel, and, and then just sits there drinking while watching her sleep. Yeah, that's pretty creepy. And she wakes up like, what is going on? Did I ask you to bring me here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he goes, well, your ride was going to come, but they're not coming anymore. Did you have red hair? Um, and, and she's doing like a real salt of the earth kind of impression it's not really working and basically what does she say 
Does he just give her a ride home? Because then they're at the restaurant and they're all dressed up. Well, she is. He's not. Well, I, no, she says she doesn't have anywhere to stay. Oh, and he goes, yeah, you could stay here if you want. And then they're at the restaurant? Yeah. Where did she get the dress? I don't know. She's So she's wearing a pretty no nice sense. dress. Yeah. He's got his schlubby clothes on. And the guy goes, a jacket, sir. And he gives yeah. him a coat. So he starts tucking in his <laughs> flannel or whatever. And they sit down and, and it's clear that the maitre d' knows her. Yeah. Right. Like, welcome back. Which is weird. Some sh- right. That doesn't really make sense with the rest of the movie. No. And, and I'm thinking, well, is she like. Because she mentions she's going through a divorce and custody battle and there's money involved. So I'm like, well, maybe she's, maybe she is like a local heiress who they know, but she's also like a drunk. Now I know what's coming up. You thought it was in an alien movie. I did. I really, I really, <laughs> really thought that was, it was the forgotten. So what is she, she says something. She hates architects. That, but she says something. Oh, well, she, her first she son goes, is on that train. Well, she goes, he goes, so where's your kid? She goes, how do you know I have a kid? He goes, well, you, you mentioned custody battle. Well, how do you know he's not with me? And this is great because he goes, well, because I don't see him here. <laughs> Obviously, if you had him, you know. But she says something to him that causes him to go, oh, I, I, I got to make sure my car is locked. He, she talks about the train, right? That he's he's traveling by himself and he's quite young. Or I mean, is she it... mentions that, but I could have sworn there was something. He's too young to travel. Maybe. Whatever it was, he he. They're going to try to beat him to the station to pick him up before his Something. father gets there. If only I mean, she had a, a, She said she would go if only she had a ride. Yeah. Uh, so, like, what? Your child's just going to get there? and it, it's, it's a bunch of crazy talk. It's... Well, and she's very manic yeah. and heavily drunk. Yep. So, he just bails. And then he sees the keychain that he was going to give to his kid. And he's like, just do one good thing, Cal. Remember that guy at the airport? prove him wrong and so he goes back in like nothing happened is everything okay oh yeah yeah yeah. i'll give you a ride i have a car she goes you do <laughs> he's like yeah we drove here in it <laughs> you idiot i have nothing going on i've abandoned my family mm-hmm. i can go anywhere anytime what what about work i'm on vacation and thus begins their little road trip to meandering nowhere and what do they they go to the the theme park yeah, they're trying to get to Billings, North Dakota. Billings is in Montana. Montana. That's where the train's going to go. Yeah. And then she stops at an amusement, uh, a, st- a state fair. And he doesn't want to go because they're going to make bad time. Yeah, he's like, there. I mean, if we we got to go, you know. I don't know where they are when he picks her up. I don't know if they actually established that. Somewhere, I guess, in Minnesota, maybe, since he was in Minneapolis. Oh, I figured he got further along than that. Yeah, maybe North Dakota. Yeah. So, yeah. so they're having a pretty good time. They get back on the road, and she's like, well, how about we go to Colorado? And he's like, no, I mean, that's way out of the way. So then they're at a motel. He's showering. She comes rushing in, and he's like, oh, I thought she must have taken this car. He goes, I thought you left me. And she's like, oh, no, it's it's cool. And he keeps coming out, talking to her, and she's, like, facing a chair. No, no, no. They fuck before this. Oh, that's right. After the restaurant. Yeah. After he agrees to that. Right. She goes, I'm not doing, I'm doing this for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say me too. Yeah, me too. And they have sex. Mm-hmm. Probably without a condom. Yeah, think about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Mm, Billy's then, Billy's just putting it wherever in this movie. Mm-hmm. I don't, doesn't yeah. seem like a good idea. No. So he's talking to her about the, the trip and the plans and. And he keeps coming out, and she's just 
kneeling in front of the chair. And she's got a juice box that she took a sip out of, and she kind of holds it in front of the chair. Right, and, and then smiles. she's like doing this thing with her hands, like maybe she's playing with his hands or feet. Now, I originally remember this scene being more uh, sort of uh, unclear or elusive, where you see her but not the chair. So when the reveal comes, it really hits you. But no, I mean you're seeing the whole time that this chair is empty. They're she's not talking to it. Are they in? Are they in Montana Billings at this point? Is that why no, the child is supposedly there now? No, she says the train got rerouted to somewhere closer. So I just went and met him there, or it was going through. You know, and I don't remember where the fuck they said they were. He comes out. And he's like, "What are you doing?" And she goes, "Meet my son, whatever the kid's name is," and. Billy Crudup's just standing there looking at her, looking at the chair. And they do this really dumb thing where it zooms in past her on the empty chair. As, as though we don't see that as the if... chair is empty. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he starts breaking down internally. Like it's it, She also t- says it's his birthday, the child's birthday. And it's a different age than she yes, gave the night originally before. Originally she said six, now she's saying five, I believe. I or thinking, five I was four. thinking seven and then six, but it could be six and then five. It now. might even go down one more time. So he's like, what the fuck? And they get into the car and leave. And they're driving and she's pretending like the kid's there. And we should stop and get an ice cream cake. I promised him he could have an ice cream cake. Mm -hmm. And he's like, okay. And they go to like a gas station and he makes a phone call, right? Or he tries to. Is he calling home? Yeah, what is he doing? I don't remember. He's on the phone. This is where he ends up asking for where he could get an ice cream cake. But I don't remember. First he goes, how far to Oregon? the guy's like, I don't know, 15 hours? He goes, well, you know where I can get an ice cream cake? And then cut to them driving to where? Dairy Queen, of right, course. of course. Where else can you get an ice cream cake? Cold Stone. Or cup food. But in the year 2000? Not bloody there, likely. There probably still was a Cold Stone, but not there. No, no, no. Uh, probably in New York. You should go home. <laughs> uh, you gotta pee? I do have to pee real uh, bad. Do you too? No. No. I don't ever pee. Yeah, you don't really use this toilet. No. Okay. So, yeah, he pulls into the Dairy Queen, and she, thankfully, leaves the boy in the car and runs inside. And so he's sitting there watching her approach the cooler, looking at the cakes, and it looks like he's really wrestling with what the best course of action is, which to me is obvious. It's as soon as she gets out of the car and gets into the restaurant far enough, you just put it into drive and slowly drive away until you get far enough away that then and out of the 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 parking lot so you don't have to worry about like zigzagging or obstacles or anything and then you hightail it the fuck out of there so after he's decided and it's been like two minutes best course of action is to just get out of there you haven't done anything wrong so what does he do he puts it in the drive and he peels out and so she comes running out with the cake. My baby's in that car. But they cut to like, he's going fast, but then they cut and she's not that far behind the she's car. She's like right on his fucking tailpipe. <laughs> no. Man. Absolutely not. Dude, I actually feel really bad for her. Mm-hmm. Because to her, he's stolen her child. Yeah. And not only that, there's probably going to be a good chunk of time where she calls the police. Yeah. And they're actually actively looking for this guy. It's going to take them a minute to find out she's crazy. The only thing that's going to... Uh, reveal this is if they find him and even then they're going to arrest him and oh, see so you, you raped and killed the child and got rid of the body right where's the body where's the body <laughs> there, billy there was no child right yeah good luck explaining the that. only way it's going to work is if a family member of hers 
or a, a psychiatrist or, or they just listen to her for an extended period of time. Can we talk about Dulcie for a minute? Yeah, please. What do you think her deal is? Was there ever a child? Was she not able to have children and went crazy? I don't think there... The best thing that I can come to is she's got some psychological or mental problems. The person on the phone could just be a family member or a caretaker or something. Why they would let her go to a bar, I don't know, man. Uh, So he weeps, of course. Um, I would too. I would pull over, probably. Maybe not. I, I wouldn't weep, to be honest. I'd probably just be like, God damn, that was crazy. I'd masturbate. <laughs> Break into somebody's house, watch them undress, jack off on their couch, and immediately leave. Or Amish couple. Yeah. Uh, Mennonite. Is it at this point that he hallucinates that he sees his wife and Carl in the phone booth? He's driving down the road, and he looks over, and there's just a oh, phone booth. Okay, sorry. I thought Carl was the name of his child for a second. Uh, no, I yeah. don't know the name of his kid. I think you're right, yeah. And he sees Carl in there macking on his wife. And then, is this... No, no, never mind. That's the end where he sees Carl on the uh, on the, the roof. roof. Yeah. So then, from there, he kicks it into high gear for what his main purpose is. But I don't know that it ever was his main purpose. Maybe that's. I guess he was maybe pussyfooting around it and putting <sighs> off going there. So maybe you're because he was continually heading west. I mean, it's uh, yeah. Circuitous is sort of journey. But how, hey, how long do you think this? How much time do you think has passed? Two weeks. Okay, I was thinking like months, but I at I, the least two weeks. Yeah, that's probably what the movie would want you to think. But he, yeah, he didn't. Um... Well, because he rented the hotel room for a week. Okay, the first one he did at least two days of labor with Carl. Yeah, took um, off. Took off. Drove um, that girl for like what a day and a well, half. So he, the first day he slept with Karen Allen. Two days with Carl, the hitchhiker, which they seem like, I mean, they're on the road for, we don't know where he meets Carl. That's the thing. From there to Minneapolis. I mean, he's got to be in maybe Pennsylvania when he meets Carl. Okay. Indiana. I mean, coming from New York, I don't know. There's no indication, I don't think. Get that travel diary from Bart Frindlich. Yeah. A couple days with Dulcie. I mean, I don't know, man. So he goes to Oregon, shows about a really nice cabin. And he's just peering through the windows, and uh, then he goes to a bar, and who does he find? Who has he been looking for? Not Keith David, David Keith. David Keith, his dad. Yep. Which, oddly enough, there's David Keith is only 14 years older than Billy Crudup in real life. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't, he's not that old. He was in Fire, he was the dad in Firestarter. Mm-hmm. He must have been quite young when he made that. Must have been. Because he looks good in this movie. He does. He's just like, but he seems he's like gray he's about, hair, but... I would buy that's his brother. You say he's 15 years old? 14 years older than Billy Crudup. So he's just mid 40s at this point? 45? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because he, yeah, I I mean, I guess I buy it. What do you you think about uh, David Keith? I think I confuse him for. um, Chauncey Clapmore? No. um, You've seen uh, JFK? No. The movie? (laughs) I I, I tried to watch it one time and I said, no. Because I, I actually, there's an actor in that that I actually saw do a live play at the Guthrie, uh, Cyrano de Bergerac, J.O. Saunders. Oh. Sanders. What what else is he in? Um, Here, you you know I, Warchowski. <laughs> I thought, I the was, Day I After was... Tomorrow. He was in the DC Sniper movie. All right. Uh, anyways, that's who I thought he was. Uh, and it's it's not, obviously. I feel like every time I've seen David Keith mm-hmm. in things, I've always written him off because he seems like a big old jock lughead yeah and then i read firestarter i didn't watch the movie hmm. and for some reason i like him now oh. and when i saw him in this i was like yeah 
Firestarter. I think I think I saw a still of him because <laughs> sure. I hear the Firestarter movie is terrible. Yeah, um, and, and the new one is terrible. Also, who's the gal in that? Drew Barrymore. That's right. That's I hear right. they fucked up that book. They made it real boring for the movie. The book is fantastic. They never do King right. Sometimes, maybe. The only good one is The Shining, and that's like not at all really the book. Misery. People like Misery. I never saw that. Oh, Misery's good. We just watched it a couple Con, of months ago. Yeah, He's dead now. Yeah, now you got to watch it. I do. Kathy Bates. So he sees the dad, and dad just like, <laughs> he goes, what's so funny? <laughs> yeah, he's confrontational right away. Yeah. I actually find this entire interaction... Uh, Weird because of the hostility behind it. It is weird because, I mean, I I guess I, the thing is, is I think it would work for a younger man. Yeah, he's a grown-ass man. And when he's you see Billy. 31, right? Right. When they get back to the cabin and they're really doing some tight close-ups, he looks old and not much younger than David Keith. And he's being a total bitch about everything. Yes. Like, they're not talking things out, really. No. The, he He's asking some of the questions, but then he's being real snide and snotty to him, and it's like, yes. but your adults work it out. Like he said, I know oh, your feelings are hurt. You can tell him that instead yeah. of being rude. Billy Crudup says something, and he goes, oh, your mom used to say that. Still does. Dad. <laughs> and so he left him, him and his mother when he was 12. When Billy Crudup was 12. I'm confused about that. That's what I saw written somewhere. He says it. He goes, it's weird being here. I haven't been here since I was like 12. We'd spend our summers here or something until I was like 12, he says. Oh, okay. So after they break up, he just goes and lives there? Yeah. It must be like either the family cabin on his side, must be. Yeah. His dad's or something that uh, they just kept. Because he even goes, you know, I, I hated knowing what it looked like where you lived this whole time. And the dad, I mean, dick move cool guy no <laughs> uh he's chill uh i wouldn't mind drinking with him. seems as, to as, want him around yeah but i mean he totally fucked that kid sure the, i mean sure but i mean he at least he's he, honest about it but i mean he, he why did you leave i wanted a better life right this is the better life this being is there. your fantasy perhaps but like he didn't he didn't make any effort to be in the child's life after that that's true that's the problem breaking up is not the issue yeah the abandonment of your child from that moment i, mean, I guess on he didn't issue. want either of them right? yeah i mean yeah absolutely but now he seems to want to be his friend well he's happy to see him he likes well, him. He he even stay goes, as long as you like you leaving already when billy crudup's leaving i was kind of hoping uh He'd be my wingman. Because he even tries he to bring did a not girl say, home. I'd like, yeah, I want you to bring be my wingman. He brings that lady home. That's like, obviously, his long-term girlfriend. It is. But she goes, I'm going to leave. It's, your son's here. He's like, come on, baby. Just tug it. <laughs> That's not what he says. But, no. And, and, and so, Crudup, he decides to leave before his fantasy or after. Oh, I think that fantasy comes after he leaves. After he leaves. Yeah. So, the, yeah. The, the the run through of everybody he's met that he's. Yeah. So, his dad's like, you, you're leaving? I kind of hope you hang around. And he goes, I want a better life. Really he throws it in his face. Fucking whack ass zinger. You know what I mean? But he's drinking the guy's coffee and. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's basically <laughs> spitting. His dad's a piece of shit. Yeah. They're both adults, though. Yeah. The hurt's still there. Right. I don't I don't and, like how he's talking to him. I mean, the thing is, is, I mean, he, he how old is he in here, you think? 34, 35? Billy? Nah, man. It's like 2001. I think he's like 28 and inventing the Abbots in 96. Okay. So 32, He's 56 now, I believe. Yeah, he looks it, too. He so, got old looking in the last couple of years. I mean, 2001 was he's like 21 years ago. 33. Yeah. 33. 34. He's, 40, he's, he's 47. Basically what I said, 35. Yeah. 
you. I mean, he's around there. He's okay. in his thirties, yeah. early, but still. At what point? I mean, he could have sought this guy out at any point. You know, you come now and you're acting like you're a teenager and whatever. I, I guess I didn't care. Um, he even mentions earlier he hadn't seen his dad in 22 years. He says that to Carl. So he's 20, 36 if his dad left when he was sure. 12. Sure, we can do 36. So he goes down to the beach one last time and he starts levitating. No, he doesn't. Yeah. Does he? What? Yeah. He's on the rock watching the water and he looks he looks down all giddy. His feet are lifting off the ground. You don't. That's what happens when he's seeing his old travel companion. Is he flying? Yes. Mm. They don't show that. But yes, he's, he looks down, his feet lift off the ground, and now we're at the high vantage point looking at the people that are burning a fire hanging out to the to the right of him. And then we start soaring over the water. We see Dulcie and a real child in a Ferris wheel. Yeah. A Ferris, uh, Mary, uh, Ferris wheel. That's what those things are called, right? And she's, they're, hey, Cal, we love you. And then it cuts to, I think it then cuts to Meg. Well, we see the skyline of Minneapolis. I'm like, oh, yeah, I work there. And uh, she's in the airplane, airplane, airplane looking, looking the down at him. Yeah. Hey, Cal! Right? And then he flies over Carl, who's on top of the house. Do you think about that when you saw that? Were you like, I wouldn't want to be sitting on top of that wood on top of that? He's on like the peak of the house. I'm like, like why they, is he up there? Yeah, who put him up there? Was it like, hey, Carl, climb up there? Work. Or uh, whatever his name is, Cl- Clevant, climb up there. Clement? Do they do they use a rope to drag him up there? And to what end? I'm 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 gonna build the roof. Yeah. So then he flies into Manhattan and he's hovering outside of his apartment, which looks like it's in, in a pretty nice upper middle class neighborhood. And his kid wakes up and he's the worst actor ever. He he wakes up and looks directly at the camera. Huh? What? Oh, my dad. And he starts waving and he's like, "Hey, son, remember daddy?" But he he didn't really fly. No. He's getting into his car and he leaves his dad's house. Now, I guarantee you that if he had seen any of those people again, they wouldn't be looking at him fondly. No, everybody hates him so much. Like, how delusional are you that you're like, that was a good trip? Yeah. <laughs> I made a lot of friends. Well, he's self-centered. Maybe that's the whole thing. Yeah, maybe. I guess you, you want to think that maybe he's thinking they're all better off without him or that they've found goodness beyond him i mean they they all are except for his wife and child because uh he, he poisoned mm-hmm. the well everywhere he went yeah i think mag will probably be like oh damn he left that sucks but she'll be fine why is she on a plane i don't her intention wasn't to fly <laughs> no she's picking up a, a brick of heroin <laughs> I, I i think carl's wife will probably have a little bit of work ahead of her to bring carl off the cow ledge I, well, I imagine if she just told him. I don't think she did. would. No, to break be honest. his heart. Unless they find cum on their cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> then everything, dog. then all bets are off. And Dulce is probably going to end up in the care of the state. Yeah, I mean, she thinks her child's been taken. Something's going to She'd gonna be happen. ready to kill him. She's going to go to the cops, him. and then they're going to be like, oh, this is crazy. After a, a nationwide manhunt. So he drives home. I was thinking this, and I was glad that they did it. He's outside their front door, and he gets his keys out. I'm like, knock. You've got to fucking knock. And he does. I'm like, good, good. But nobody answers. So then he uses his key. Well, it's not your home anymore, dude. Well, and it's not just like you can just walk in. You need to be invited in at this point. Like a vampire. Exactly. 
So, you know, he comes in and, and the boy is sitting unattended. And just kind of looks at him. Yeah, he's kind of like, do I know you? Yeah. It's been a while. Well, that guy's here again. Oh, I think you're my dad. And he runs over to him and he picks him up and he's like, oh, I love you so very much. Pretend like nothing's happened. And then the wife comes out and he looks at her and he's just like, oh, shit. Yeah, those eyes are good. Yes. I, I I appreciate the wife. She's got nothing to do in this movie, but she really delivers it in this final scene. This scene is what the fuck is going to happen next in this movie? And I and and I, and I like that this scene is the most realistic scenario. I think because she's momentarily happy to see him, but there's, there's a conclusion so much to everything that happened. Confusion and rage. Yeah, that's just simmering. You don't just. That. I don't think he gets to stay there. No, 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 no. She's going <laughs> to kick him out. She'll eventually reluctantly allow him snippets of the sun. There'll be a lot of either therapy or just hashing it out. He he blew up his he, life so hard. Man. Even then. His final gift from his father. His father who abandoned him gave him the gift of destroying his own family. Yeah, because and, 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 he even says to his dad, I wanted to figure out why you left like I did. Dude, don't blame me. <laughs> They probably might even end up just getting a divorce, but amicably raising the son. Uh, and then that's the end of the movie. And what a good movie it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't like this movie. I thought mm. Billy Crudup was, uh, I thought he was pretty good. I it, don't like his character at his all. His worst character yet? played him well. His worst character yet? Yeah, I guess it's the scummiest, man. I mean, there's some, like, the, the sniffing the can. I mean, there's some shit in here where it's just like, yeah. God. I mean, he didn't rape anybody in this one, though. No, but he seems like he could be a serial murderer, especially when he absconds with Julianne Moore. Yeah. Like, oh, now's my chance. I like that it went to his dad at the end. Mm -hmm. I liked that it was David Keith. I didn't think that yes. stuff was great. I'm glad it went somewhere. Yeah, it, it felt like it kind of filled in the blanks as to what exactly is going on with this dipshit. Mm -hmm. But you need that in the beginning of the movie, right? That storyline? In a lot of ways, this movie feels like the original cut of The Brown Bunny. All right. You know that movie? Yeah, I know the brown bunny. Right. This guy is just meandering, having these weird relationships with, with some women. Yeah. Um, and then it reveals what is sort of motivating his trauma. Um, arguably, the brown bunny is a, you know, a better movie, if only slightly. Yeah. Because that movie's not that good. I would have to see it again. I was really high, and <laughs> all I remember is the, the blowjob scene. In Which is unfortunate. Yeah. I mean... For one, kudos to her. Louise Sabina? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you're going to go there, go there, you know. But then they, like, just use that to, like, promote the movie. And they mean, like, a, they put a big billboard on, like, Sunset. I didn't know that. I mean, I I, I, I loved Buffalo 66, so mm -hmm. I was ready for whatever he made next. Mm -hmm. I don't even recall knowing it. I feel like I knew that blowjob scene was coming, but it was really uncomfortable when it came. Yeah. It yeah. was me, my girlfriend, and my friend were all sitting on my bed. Watching it on my computer mm -hmm. in my first apartment, and it's like, ah, oh, you're is... like, all right, now the orgy. <laughs> I'm too, I'm too high. This is too uncomfortable. <laughs> I picked this movie. I'm yeah. so sorry. Yeah, I watched it. I think by myself. I think I bought the DVD and then watched it. Good call. Yeah, I watched. It, I mean, I watched this by myself. What is his deal? Then the brown him. bunny. What is the? What is his trauma that makes? Oh, him... he thought she was cheating on him at a party. Uh huh. Uh, but she was being raped. Oh. So he walks in and she's like in a gangbang. Ooh. And he's just like, you fucking slut, and runs out. Did she and kill I herself? She, I think she uh, chokes on vomit and dies. Oh, God. Uh, so he, I don't even know if he's a, aware of, he just runs off to be a motorcycle racist. <laughs> oh, yeah, nice. Um, you like that? World Traveler? 
<sighs> I would love to do Vincent Gallo at some point. That would be interesting. I He's got a lot of odd movies. In the early 2000s, I wanted to see a more brooding Batman movie. Yeah. With Vincent D'Onofrio as Batman. Vincent Gallo as the Joker. Yeah. Now he's he's just doing whatever he wants. The last thing I saw him in was that movie where he's in like Afghanistan and he doesn't say anything. He's what? just on the run. Huh? He's like trying to survive in the wilderness. I don't know that. Yeah, I don't know. Put him in the hat. <laughs> uh, he's got wh- a big beard in it. That's all I remember. <laughs> um. Okay. What, what is your ranking? What do you say about this movie? I'm going to throw a, a three out there. Hmm. I mean, I, I don't know. You know, it's like Billy's reliably usually always good and brings an undue amount of gravitas to this performance. I don't think Julianne Moore is really all that good. She's fine. Yeah. But there's nothing there for her to do her thing. Clavant? Yeah. I mean, he's fine. Yeah. Mary McCormick? Yeah. Three. Carrie Allen? Yeah. Three is pretty brutal, man. I would never, having now seen this movie twice. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I like Monument Avenue better than this movie. Man. I like that. I'm going to, uh, I mean, I'm going to give it a 3.5. Okay. I almost want to give it a four. I got really tired and split this movie in two. The last okay. 40 minutes I watched it work. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that last 40, I actually, you know, 20 of it's with David Keith. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that was the payoff. So <sighs> the yeah. last the last 20 works for me a little bit. I'm quite disturbed. A lot of stuff sticks with me, like him jacking off in the mm-hmm. house. Yeah, jacking off, sniffing the can, the way he's leering at everybody. And his face when James LaGrosse is coming at him. His drunk, his, he's drunk constantly in this. It's, mm, it's pretty yeah. impressive. He's a mess. I'll give it a four. I'm bumping it up to a four. Let's give him a four. Okay. What, what do you give Billy? I'm going to give him a seven. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say seven's good, man. Carries the movie. I mean, he's... Yeah. Can you, you know, imagine they just put some fucking... I don't know who in this. Taylor Lautner. God. God damn it. <laughs> what, how would that have? That would be so bad. Even yeah. like a Matt Damon would not work in this. No. I didn't enjoy this movie. Nah. I wouldn't recommend it. I can't believe I've seen it twice in my life now. Yeah. that's. I mean, that's how I kind of felt about Grind. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, this is bad. Yeah. Why didn't? Why isn't the memory of this being terrible sticking with me? And, and the, the direction's not remarkable or interesting either. I felt like a lot of shots were pretty. There's some bad 2001 editing uh, mm-hmm. moves, like composition moves. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if that's the right term. They were ugly and dated. The zoom in on the chair killed it for me. Yeah. The mountains, though, like the, the scenery shots mm-hmm. are, are nice, dude. Mm, yeah. When they yeah. roll into Montana. I would love to do Oregon. this trip under yeah. less auspicious circumstances. Oof. Yeah, that's a stinker. Yeah. So um follow us on instagram yep at we do filmographies follow us on twitter at do filmographies nice he got it email us at we do filmographies at gmail.com yep we got a youtube we do yep. filmographies uh <sighs> you can go on anchor if we set it up and leave a voice message i don't know we're doing something next week oh yeah next week is charlotte gray oh yeah i don't i've never seen it Kate blanchett's in it i think that's promising yeah She's good. She is great. She is great. I don't think this movie's supposed to be that great, though. Is it a period movie? Yeah. <laughs> she joins, like, the resistance to save her boyfriend behind enemy lines. And that's him. I don't know if it's him, but I kind of <sighs> think it might be. Okay. Well, that'll be fun. <laughs> All right. I guess that's it for this episode. Thanks hey, Jason, for... I got shingles. Oh, God. My arm hurts the whole time I do this. Yeah. I'm Julian, and I'm, you know, 
I'm all right. He's doing fine. Yep. Maybe got some monkeypox. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> By the time you hear this, you'll be like, what? Because it won't exist. Cause... Eradicated? Uh-huh. Because everybody will be vaccinated against it. We all, or we dead. all did it. We're <laughs> dead from the monkeypox. Yeah. All right. See yourselves out. Yeah.